You're listening to Pokes Podcast, where we discuss experiences, share opportunities, and highlight information updates relevant to the student body. Your host is the ASUW Director of Marketing, working in collaboration with leaders from our campus and broader community to bring you relevant stories you can learn from every day. First, I am speaking with Taylor Nielsen and CJ Berg. So my name is Taylor Nielsen, and I am finishing up my third year here at the university. I'm majoring in international studies with a concentration on the Middle East and Northern Africa, um, and then I also study Arabic. And then I guess one of the projects that I'm working on right now, um, we just wrapped up, I guess we wrapped it up, so I guess I'm not working on it, but we wrapped up the Model Arab League, which is like, this big competition that happens every year where like different universities across the U.S. get like assigned countries in the Middle East and Northern Africa and essentially have to do lots of research and things into like their policy stances and things like that and then come to conferences and like represent them and whatnot kind of like exactly like model UN except for the Arab League and so um, this is the first year that the University of Wyoming has been invited to the national competition and so that was kind of a big deal for us and so we just kind of finished up on that and that was like a really big project for me outside of like work projects. That sounds really cool. Yeah and um, I'm CJ I am getting dual degrees in accounting and economics with minors in honors and finance. Um, And I'm in my third year as well. And um, I'm currently right now today working on a project to connect economics majors with um, employers um, of economics majors. And so I'm putting together an event this afternoon where um, econ majors can meet with an employer and get lunch and it's just a very laid back environment for networking so yeah wow you both sound like you really have your hands full so (laughs) um why are you running for president vp um i would say kind of like the first reason the main reason i guess why we're running is because cj and i really feel like asuw has fantastic resources and amazing opportunities to support the students and with next year being such a like critical year being that kind of post-covid year where it's kind of do or die in terms of whether or not this university recovers in some of their areas cj and i just want to make sure that it's like going to be I'm not really sure how to say it exactly, but like we just want to make sure that the the maximum amount of resources is being used and that student voices are being heard in these important meetings and that there's just representation across the board and that there's more community building and things. So these are all areas that we're really passionate about. And so it just felt natural that if we wanted to see that on campus, that we run for it. I don't know if CJ wants to add anything. I'm very ranty, so I apologize (laughs) if I take over on these. I don't, I don't think I have much to add now. I just think, yeah, like Taylor said, we just really want to make sure that we're working with students and for students in every aspect of student government and that, you know, every single student has an opportunity to come forward and just share their voice and they will be heard. And yeah, we just want to work towards that. Yeah, definitely. This year, ASW has also done a lot to work on building up that communication with the students. So Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be good to have someone in there who can promote that, keep it going, and make sure that the student concerns are not only heard but also addressed. So, why do you think that sh- students should rank you as their number one choice in the upcoming election? Well, I think one of those one of the reasons that CJ and I feel strongly um, in our ticket is kind of what you were just talking about um, is this idea that like 
CJ and I, while we have not been involved in ASUW for a very long time, we have been involved this year. And so we've been able to see kind of what works and what doesn't work. And I would argue that this year has been probably one of the hardest years in terms of trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work with students. Um, I'm sure, you know, you know what it, yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like, it's nice to be able to say, okay, look, we've built these relationships up with people um, that are like necessary in order to see real successful changes next year so that we can kind of hit the ground running instead of trying to kind of figure out what does and doesn't work um, as opposed to yeah moving forward. Um, and then beyond that, I think there's just that opposite side of it where except for this year, CJ and I have not been involved in ASUW. And so we kind of know those outside areas um, mm -hmm. and some of those networks that haven't maybe been reached out to in the past and can continue to connect those dots of where we're doing well with where we're doing poorly and expand upon that. I think Taylor and I have shown that we have a history of like, you know, taking taking action when there needs to be action, mm -hmm. and speaking up when they, there's someone who needs to be spoken up for. And um, I think, you know, that's where we are kind of uniquely uh we we have a strength there that maybe the other tickets haven't shown where we just we really do work towards you know when we talk about things and set goals and set plans we we work towards accomplishing them and make sure that they always get done no matter what and we always make sure that even if we are the dissenting opinion if there's a student who needs spoken up for um, we will make sure that we speak up for that voice. Um, and, you know, just, I, yeah. just that kind of... I would say kind of building off that. I think CJ was talking about this this idea that, you know, we have this opportunity next year to really make this real change. And, and we have an opportunity personally as CJ and I to use some of the networks that we already have built and some of the avenues that we already have to ensure that that change really does happen and isn't just something that we aspire to have. Because I feel like every year when people run for ASUW, you kind of see the same ideas being thrown out. Like we need to see transparency. We need to see this or that accountable on campus. We want to see this change. Um, but then our hands get tied and, and we get caught in the processes of trying to figure out how to actually implement that. And fortunately, CJ and I have been able this year to really figure out what works best in terms of creating events and actually seeing them through. And so in terms of like community outreach, we're already planning on not just focusing on that, but actually hosting events like the farmer's market on campus or bringing food trucks to the union or something like that. And so I think we're kind of just uniquely that foot in the door where we can make mm -hmm. things happen on an expedited process. Yeah, so you actually mentioned some projects that you're already considering, um, like, I guess, focusing on a little bit more next year. So there are definitely going to be um, things we've started this year that you can carry on next year. And then there's going to be probably a lot of opportunity for starting new projects as well. So do you have anything in mind for what you want to prioritize in terms of projects you want to work on next year? Yeah, I'll kind of introduce it and then let CJ explain. I think there are kind of four main areas that we would want to look to expanding if we were to win the election and then have our own administration. And one of those areas would be that community outreach that I was talking about um, and trying mm -hmm. to connect more with the university, but also outside of Laramie, in Laramie, I mean. Um, the second area would be then student organization support um, and outreach and funding. CJ has seen this year how detrimental it's been, and we just really want to make sure that we're accessing the avenues that need to be accessed in order to support student orgs next year. 
The third area that I'd say that we would really want to focus on is continuing with the transparency and the accountability that's kind of like being started right now. Um, I feel like the admin are starting to kind of reach out and be like, hey, let's get the ball going on some of these projects. And so we'd want to make sure that that's just really capitalized on and moving into. And then I think the like last big area that we would want to focus on is this idea of mental health um, and assessing different areas on campus that we can address everyday mental health concerns, but then also specifically what we need to do to bring campus back to normal life and back to a healthy status, because it's no secret that we've all suffered over this past year and yeah. that there's lots of rebuilding that needs to be done. So those are kind of the four general areas. I'll let CJ talk more specifically. Yeah, um, I think I think the ones I feel the most well-versed in are like the mental health and the community building ones, for sure. Um, when, when we got together and decided we were going to run um one of the things you know we had a ton of conversations about like what's what's important to us and what is the most important thing we need to fix on this campus um we came together and we had a lot of conversations and i think overall one of the underlying themes was mental health um and we actually ended up consulting with the university counseling center and um you know they were able to share some statistics and also some ideas for how to address mental health. Um, I think the most concerning one to me was that 60% of first year students are have clinically levels of anxiety. Um, and, you know, that's, that, that's probably been exacerbated by the pandemic um, and students just being left alone in their rooms and not having any opportunities for events to make friends um, or to connect with other students who are like them. So mm -hmm. that, that's kind of what led us into this idea of community building and um, just, just trying to create opportunities for students to come together again is gonna be one of the really big priorities of Taylor and I's administration for sure. Just reaching out and be trying to let students form connections and, and form support networks where they feel comfortable sharing how they're doing um, and, and just things like that, that we really think is a huge issue on this campus and we really want to work to address that, so. Yeah, that, that will definitely be responding to a need, I think, on campus. And I'm glad that you are planning actually on organizing that. So if there's anything else that you want to share about maybe why you chose the platforms you're running on, but I think with the projects we've covered most of it, I really like hearing how passionate you both are about the changes that you want to make and the projects that you want to keep going. So if there's anything else you want to share with students. Man, what to choose if there's like one option. I think the only thing I would, would add is that, you know, CJ and I are, are really excited to run just because there there is this desire on campus and off campus to address all of these needs. You know, the students, I feel like, while they are struggling to maybe be engaged right now, since things are starting to lighten up in terms of restrictions and whatnot, and with the announcement of next semester being like a quote unquote normal semester, I just think that there are so many amazing opportunities that we're going to see coming from everywhere, whether it's from student like organizations or FSL or the administration saying, here's what we should do to help you or the city saying, hey, we have resources and we want to share. I just I've seen this year that there are so many like budding opportunities that next year if we capitalize on could just be a phenomenal year for students. And I just 
I'm really excited for that. So that, that would be my only other message to students is that next year we should be very, op or we should be very optimistic for next year because it should be pretty stinking amazing. It'll definitely be an adjustment again. And I'm sure that everyone who's still going to be at university is super excited to get back in person. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> the next guests are Hunter Swilling and Coulter Anderson. Hello, I'm Hunter. I'm currently a sophomore majoring in physiology and molecular biology with a minor in honors. I am from Cheyenne, Wyoming, although I was originally born in Laramie, so I haven't strayed too far from home. I initially came to ASUW, or to UW, not ASUW, because uh, it's an in-state school for me. It's really affordable. It's a high education, and it will prepare me well for the future. One of my favorite things on campus is this program called the Wyoming Research Scholars Program, and it like basically pays undergraduate students to be involved in research labs here on campus. I work in Dr. Lee's lab, and Dr. Lee's a professor in the uh, physiology department, and she studies specifically neuroscience. So I work in her mouse lab, and I get to do a whole bunch of like uh, mouse trials and like run them through mazes and social experiment tests, and then like um, inject certain knockout viruses into them so we can knock out certain genes or neurons and see what effect that has, all for the purpose of studying neurodegeneration neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's and dementia so that we can maybe find a cure for those and know more about the uh, issues. That's really cool. Well, I didn't even know we had a lab like that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so um, I'm Coulter. I'm also a sophomore um, and I'm also from Cheyenne, just like Hunter. So um, I'm a senator in the College of Business um, and I'm an economics major also with a minor in honors. A um, couple of things I'm involved in outside of ASUW, I'm a member of Sigma Chi, which has been great, um, a great group of guys. So it's a lot of fun to just get to hang out with them um, and do all our Sigma Chi things. I can't talk too much about it, but um, and part of the Kindness Club, uh, which is a pretty recent addition here on campus, but it's been great so far. Um, a lot of awesome initiatives on the way coming from that group. So that should be a good uh, good thing, especially coming back on campus in the fall. But yeah, so that's just a little bit about me. I've never heard of that. So if you can or are allowed to talk about it, what's the Kindness Club? Yeah, Kindness Club, uh, we like just started it actually. Um, well, actually Autumn Knight just started it and Hunter and I have joined. And yeah, it's just uh, in the name, you know, all about being kind, yeah. uh, kind of just trying to lift people up, um, especially, you know, COVID has been really rough, I think in terms of like mental health and uh, just being on campus in general has been kind of tough with all the restrictions and everything. Yeah. So we want to do, be doing everything we can to, to make sure that people are um, just getting the, the recognition and support and, and kindness that they need in their everyday lives to, to uh, just, you know, make it easy, a little easier to, to keep on going. Sometimes the days get, get long and it just seems kind of awful. So uh we want to yeah. we want to try to help people out with that. That sounds really cool. So, as you two run together for President VP, what are some of the projects you're planning on prioritizing? Yeah, so Coulter and I have a long list of projects we want to accomplish. We've been fairly ambitious in the scope and scale um, that we're really focusing on. I would say one of our unique projects that we really want to get accomplished is the creation of a Wyo courses module that would apply to all students and act as sort of like a central hub on campus. And this could be a place where like students automatically can go to find events that are happening, important information on campus, like if 
like tuition is going to be raised. They could put their thoughts on that. It would be a really cool way using technology that all students are already familiar with to allow greater communication, transparency, and connectiveness with the community at large. And I think this would solve several problems. It would strengthen student organizations, which are having problems at the moment due to COVID-19, lack of like retention and participation is a problem for a lot of student orgs. It would allow more transparency, which has been a problem with uh, the university's COVID decision-making process. And it would just really get students together and create a sense of community when mental health is a huge problem. Yeah, something else Hunter and I really want to accomplish as well, um, something that, that's a very high priority for us is revising the, the finance policy and the process by which student organizations can come and get funding from us. Um, fund, the finance policy is like 40 something pages and the process itself takes like six weeks. Um, and you know, a lot of student organizations in terms of setting up events or going to competitions or conventions or whatever they might be using that funding for, um, they have they have pretty quick turnaround. So sometimes six weeks yeah. is not really feasible. Like they can't plan that far in advance sometimes. Um, and, you know, the requirements are pretty are pretty strict as well. And of course, just, uh, you know, a 40 page finance policy is tough to get through. Um, it's really boring stuff. So it could deter a lot of student organizations. And, and Hunter and I have been, you know, we've been hearing this from quite a few people that we've been talking to. So we want to look into revising that finance policy and streamlining the process that student organizations have to go through to get those funds so they can get them more easily um, and be putting on those events that are really enriching and educational, uh, just benefiting their members and the, ASU, or the UW community in general. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I know from experience that it can be a really convoluted process trying to get funding for your SO. So that sounds really cool. What would you say that um, is the number one reason that students should be ranking you as the number one choice in the upcoming elections? Yeah, I would say that Coulter and I have by far the most detailed and solid plans for what we will do when we are elected. Um, if you go to our Instagram, you can check out our slides and our videos. We've posted a total of about 25 minutes of video explaining our plans and platforms in depth, along with um, about 28 pages of slides that do the same thing, going over everything on campus that mm -hmm. we think is a problem. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, mental health, sustainability, and food insecurity, um, and then like COVID-19. We also address strengthening student orgs, the FSL community, campus safety, like sexual assault and winter weather, and ASUW's involvement in the community, transparency through budgets and communication. And we have detailed plans how ASUW will directly help with all of these. The other thing I'll add is Hunter and I have been part, a part of ASUW for a combined total of four years now. Um, we've both really enjoyed serving the student body. Uh, we have a deep understanding of the issues that students are facing right now. Um, and we're really passionate about making student lives better, addressing those issues and making sure that um, students get the best education and experience that they can when they come to UW. That's really what it's all about. Coming to college is getting your education and having a great time doing it. Um, and we want to enable students to do that. Uh, and like I said, we know the issues that students are facing and we have plans to fix them. So uh, yeah, that's why we should you should rank us first if you're listening. Do you want to just mention your Instagram handle really quickly? Yes, at Swilling Anderson 109. Both of our last names and then 109 because we are running for the 109th administration of ASUW. Yeah, ASUW yeah. is old. Oh yeah. Sure are. <laughs> so just as a final question, I think it came up with what we talked about, like 
the many ways that our lives as students has been impacted by COVID-19. So considering that we'll very likely be back in person on campus in the fall and that like many students and staff are getting vaccinated, how do you think that this return to campus is going to like affect the plans of ASW and student experiences? Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really positive. Um, obviously, you know, we'll still, there still needs to be an air of caution to an extent, um, but hopefully people are able to get vaccinated. Um, that's obviously going to make things much safer. Um, you know, we may still have to, to follow some safety protocols, but I think many students would be happy to do that if that means coming back in person. Um, and, you know, that means we can start having in-person events again. That means student organizations are going to be able to engage their members easy, more easily. Um, and, you know, just hosting big like campus wide events is going to is going to become back coming back, um, having like concerts and speakers coming through that students really want to see. So um, and, and just, you know, an endless endless list of types of events that we can host. So I think being able to come back on campus is really going to improve the student experience. And in terms of education quality, you know, I think a lot of a lot of people have made it very clear that they they much prefer an in-person um, education and in-person experience um, in the classroom. And I certainly don't blame them. Online can be tough, especially with asynchronous courses and stuff. So um, getting back in person should hopefully make a lot of students uh, feel a little bit better about their education and like what's going on um, in the classroom. So yeah, really looking forward to coming back on campus. Um, I think that'll make things a lot easier for students. And I think that's going to make it a lot easier for ASUW to, to get a lot of really solid and positive work done. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agreed with that. And additionally, we recognize that it'll be a bit of a transition, especially after about a year and a half online. But we're committed to helping students with their transition, supporting student organizations as they move back online, helping you know the Senate itself as it moves back from online, as it moves back in ensuring that that transition is as smooth as possible. And also we recognize that a lot of students will want to remain online and we're committed to supporting them and speaking their concerns to faculty and administration as well. Um, I think I think being on campus is definitely going to be positive for for all students. Um, you know, I think for one, like uh, education wise, a lot of students have obviously complained about the online environment and especially asynchronous classes have been have been really tough. And that's completely understandable. Um, and I think it's going to be really positive to get students back in the classroom, um, back to that kind of status quo classroom experience. Um, it's going to be really beneficial for them and, uh, you know, just helping them with their coursework and getting the, the grades that they deserve. So um, as well, uh, just experience wise, you know, it'll be great to be back on campus having in-person events, whether that's student organizations hosting events or maybe that's 7220, um, whatever it may be. But having students being able to be on campus and engage with their friends and other people um, in a meaningful way and. Um, just having a good time in general, you know, it's been really tough, um, especially with with uh, the fall. I know it was really difficult just being like pretty much completely online, really nothing going on on campus um, just made it really difficult for students, you know, kind of kind of sitting at home, like doing online school, not really the best time. So um, we're super excited to be back on campus. Um, obviously, there's still going to have to be an air of caution about like COVID-19 and stuff. Um, there still will probably be a few safety protocols that we need to follow, but I think most students will be more than happy to um, to abide by those if it means they can come back for an in-person experience. So, Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know like lockdown burnout is becoming a thing now and 
even next to all the other mental health effects that this whole pandemic has had. So that's going to be really nice. Um, Is there anything else that you want to share with the students who might be listening? Uh, The biggest thing I would share is that even if you don't vote for us, you should just vote in general. AUCW has a really profound impact on the student body. The president sits on the board of trustees. They meet weekly with administration and we administer a budget of over a million dollars per year that we give out to a lot of student orgs and that students pay through their student fee. So just be sure to vote, make sure your voice is heard so that AUCW and campus can move in the direction you want. The final candidates I'm speaking with today are Natalie Pedraza and Ana Ureña. My name is Anna. Um, I am a physiology major, so I'm a pre-med, so I uh, do research, Mm -hmm. uh, currently in the animal science department. I'm also thinking of starting an RSO um, next week, or next week, <laughs> next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. My name is Natalie. Um, I'm a molecular biology major, and I'm also on the pre-med track. And um, outside of ASUW, currently I'm also involved in research in the Department of Molecular Biology, as well as the School of Pharmacy. And I am a co-founder of uh, MNM, which stands for Minorities for Minorities, which is a new student community um, on campus uh, that was started earlier this semester. Wow, that's really cool. What do you all do at the student org? So we want to focus on uh, cultural and linguistic pride, as well as uh, pre-professional development for um, underrepresented groups here on campus um, outside of just kind of the business world um, or I guess science tracks. So we really wanna um, not only encourage um, all of these students and just people in general to be involved, but we also want to create this community, um, almost a sense of family, which uh, can be very hard at a PWI uh, like the University of Wyoming is. Yeah. That's really cool. So um, what are the platforms you're running on and what makes you passionate about the platforms you chose and why did you choose them? So I guess I could take the first three. Um, So we have a total of five. Um, The first three are diversity, advocacy, and community. Um, I would say that those all kind of go hand in hand um, with their own like specific pointers, I guess. But um, we're really passionate about diversity um, in the sense of, well, obviously we are both minorities here on campus and um, we firsthandedly uh, experienced different struggles um, as we were attempting to be integrated here at the university. Um, But beyond that, uh, beyond personal experience, we have noticed a lot of, um, and it's not necessarily anybody's fault, but more of a, just a societal push Mm-hmm. Um, towards inclusivity, um, which we think is long overdue. Um, and yeah. with recent discussions about race and um, interactions between, you know, non-minority groups mm-hmm. um, and yeah. minority groups as of recently and um, all these questions, we don't think that um, it takes violence for these, dis- like it requires violence for these discussions to come up. And so uh, we really want to, include more, I guess, educational opportunities and more exposure and just most overall celebration of all these groups, not only for POC, people of color, but also the LGBT, 
LGBTQ community, um, as well as other marginalized groups, transfer students, non-traditional students. I really think that it would be great to have representation like that from people who actually understand it from like a more intimate perspective. Like you may like know students more from your groups that you're involved in, or you may have like these personal experiences that allow you to just see that better. So I was just gonna say like, I think that's really cool that you have that experience that to bring into it. I think that kind of leads into our second platform of advocacy. Of course, we want to advocate for every student on UW campus, not just, um, you know, those that belong to marginalized and underrepresented groups. But we do believe that the reason that we chose this platform uh, the way that we did and the way why we're passionate about it is because, you know, this is the time to elevate those groups. Um, and, you know, we had a couple um rebuttals you know just in general as we've been talking to people um that you can't just listen to one side of the spectrum and you know we just want to clarify that that's not at all what we're you know trying to say um we do want to listen to everybody but sometimes it's about having equitable representation of voice uh not so much equal um and just truly represent the voices of the student body that aren't being heard um, after having different conversations with uh, different <clears throat> members of, you know, several um, ethnical groups or just student organizations in general. Um, they often feel like there's a lot of promises almost every year um, about how they're going to be, you know, represented in a fair manner and their voices are going to be directly heard. And, you know, for yeah. whatever reason, um, it's, a, it's a little hard to see that tangibly um, in, in results on campus. So we really want to push towards that and really push um, ideas and voices and just build a stronger community, I would say, excuse me, overall, um, which of course leads into the third one of community. Um, you know, we really want to uh, promote this environment of support across all the whole student body, but not just within the student body, but in conjunction with upper administration, university leaders, um, as well as, you know, just every person that works on this campus, uh, not only people who belong to the University of Wyoming community, but to the Laramie community as well. Um, university is such a big part of Laramie, we feel, and um, mm -hmm. they do so much to support us as students that we feel that we need to kind of return that that favor and, and continue to grow that relationship more intentionally. So I would say um, that is our community platform. And if Anna, if you wanna touch on the other yeah. two. So um, our fourth and fifth plat platforms are transparency and sustainability. And with transparency, um, the reason why we're passionate with that being one of our platforms is that um, you know, a freshman, when I was a freshman, I didn't know what ASUW was or, you know, how the government, um, how it's similar to our government here in the United States and things like that. And so I think there's a big knowledge gap between ASUW and the student body. And we wanted to create, implement things where um, the students are more knowledgeable what it is and, you know, can therefore engage with ASUW much more. Um, 
And with yeah. sustainability um, compared to other schools, you know, we lack sustainable actions. Um, I know Riley and uh, Courtney did a great job implementing more sustainable programs, but um, we would like to implement, you know, some long-term priorities and, you know, a sustainable action programs where students can engage and, you know, together we can create a, the best, you know, a sustainable campus. Yeah, that's really cool. So do you have any projects that you're already considering or planning to implement specifically in terms of sustainability? Yes, one of them is uh, bringing, bringing uh, a shared uh, professional closet. So um, the idea behind this is that, and, and I think this kind of goes with just uh, accessibility for engagement with students in ASUW, but um, a lot of students who want to uh, develop further uh, professionally, unfortunately, either don't have the means or just can't find um, professional workwear or just, you know, general clothes that they would be able to wear for an internship or an interview or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to set up a program where um, students would be able to rent out um, certain, you know, pieces of clothing or, you know, depending on depending on how the project would be developed, even keep some of these essential items. Um, we do want to focus a lot on the green aspect of our campus um, and the environment, but we also understand that sustainability is not just about the actual world environment that we're in and um, having these, this general accessibility to uh, things that kind of get gatekeep it almost in a way, whether it be for financial reasons or transportation, just not being able to you know, go get those those items um, can kind of inhibit students from pursuing uh, these these opportunities just because they feel like they wouldn't be as well yeah. prepared. Um, adding on to that, I know Anna had a really good idea about um, her sustainable action that kind of engages the student body a little more. I don't know if you want to talk about that, Anna. I guess uh, we create an app. Uh, where, you know, students, instead of driving the car, take the bus or ride the bike, things like they don't buy meat, you know, sustainable actions where they get points for them. And, you know, we include prizes such as gift cards or, you know, um, you know, bookstore gift yeah. cards, things like that, um, where they get rewarded for, you know, providing the sustainable actions such as, you know, come composting food or donating clothes they don't use anymore instead of throwing it away and you know reusing items and things like that yeah that's really cool i think those are both really good examples of ways you're combining like not only the sustainability platform but also like your community and advocacy platforms and i think incentivizing students is going to go a long way in making our campus more sustainable because there's definitely room for improvement so um my like main question, I guess, is why you think that students should rank you as their number one choice in the election? If we are honest with the student body, I would say that um, if I if I was listening to myself, um, I would honestly have some doubts at first, um, just because of our previous, I guess, official um, experience with ASUW as a student government. Um, however, I think we would both kind of say to that that um, you know we are we are we are going in, but we have a fresh perspective. Um, 
Um, and I would say that sometimes it's not that something is not a good idea or that a group of people don't have really good intentions, because I believe that everybody in ASUW truly does want uh, for the betterment of UW, just like the other two Press VP candidates do. Um, however, it kind of boils down to actual action. You can say a lot of things um, and you can say that, you know, you want to implement certain things, but if you don't actually take those actions, um, then it's just empty promise. And I feel like a lot of groups of people here on campus have felt that promises have been made to them that haven't really been fulfilled the degree that they were promised. So I would say that if we were to um, be elected, then be to listen, really, and um, have these conversations and kind of set a um, consistent schedule for communication across, like, across the student body, figure out a way uh, to best engage and best communicate with everybody in a manner in which everybody feels comfortable elevating their own voices, you know? And um, yeah. I think, so yes, I would think listening first, but definitely um, always moving towards action um, on those suggestions and ideas. Yeah, and adding on to that, you know, like Natalie stated, we're, you know, we don't have a, you know, previous experience with being um, part of ASUW, but I guess you could say we have like, these outer eyes being part of the student body, um, you know, not knowing what ASUW was and wanting to be a part of it, you know, how can we engage students? And then also, you know, being minorities, um, seeing, you know, how we felt and, you know, putting ourselves, um, well, because we are um, in the shoes of my minorities, if that makes sense, you know? So, you know, we know how it is to feel um, not part of something, so I guess it puts us in like a different perspective, you can say. Yeah, bringing in a fresh perspective, yeah. I think, is always really helpful. So that that's definitely a strong platform to run on. And also listening it is arguably the hardest and the most important part of being a leader. I think just truly understanding really what the mm -hmm. students want. So that sounds really great. Is there anything else that you want to share with students? I guess uh, the only thing that I would want to really share is that um, regardless if we uh, end up being elected on this ticket or, or not, um, we do want to kind of say that these, these goals and these priorities are still priorities um, that both I feel, um, and I don't want to speak for Yana, but I feel both of us, we truly do want to continue to be involved in this community. and honestly, just kind of uh, work together with everybody to to make the university a more welcoming and more safe place for everybody. So I just want to thank all the candidates for taking the time to speak on the Pokes podcast. And if you're a student, go vote both for the president and VP tickets, as well as the senators in your college. You can find the voting link on the ASUW elections website or in our bio on our Instagram at ASUWStudentGov. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Associated Students of the University of Wyoming. We are committed to serving our fellow students in the best manner possible through accurate representation, professional interaction with campus programs and organizations, and responsible, effective leadership. More information on our organization and how to reach us is available at the University of Wyoming ASUW website and our social media 
at asudub.student.gov. We love hearing from students, so please reach out.